Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1610, To Love or Not to Love, by Adi Redzik of AdiRedzik.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining once again here on ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and on this show, I share with you some of the best articles on the web that cover different facets of relationships so that you can learn more and strengthen your own. And this time, we'll turn to longtime contributor Adi Redzik, as he reflects on the question of whether to love or not love. Let's hear his work now and start optimizing your life. To Love or Not to Love by Adi Redzik of AdiRedzik.com Quote, And after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, You owe me. Just think what a love like that does. It lights up the whole sky. By Hafiz Much has been said about romantic love. To achieve our highest potential, we need love, unconditional love, authentic love. We need the other, an experience in which two wholes intertwine. The founder of positive psychology, Dr. Martin Seligman of the University of Pennsylvania, offers a similar claim. His research over the last few decades has shown that most happy people tend to be in genuine, committed, loving, romantic relationships. It's about investment, companionship, friendship. Those who choose genuine partnerships build a foundation of rawness and intimacy that allows them to thrive in a powerful way. Together, they are able to live authentically, believe in and do the things they enjoy, pursue their wildest dreams passionately, and design a reality that allows them to grow and flourish while maintaining core stability, regardless of what the world wants from them. Along the same train of thought, the science has further demonstrated that we are genetically wired to depend on another human being and to desire someone to depend on us. This empowers us, it enthralls us, it motivates us, and it gives a secure place to return to before the next adventure or the next storm. Ironically, many of us struggle to love genuinely. Our past experiences, narrow visions for and fears of the future the society, and the ego interfere. So instead of understanding the gift that loving can bring us, we often resist it. We also live in a world that teaches us to be self-sufficient, unforgiving, even selfish at times in the name of independence, freedom, and self-actualization. We are taught to play tit-for-tat and to place conditions on our loving and giving, or to simply play along with the societal norms of what relationships should be like, rather than embrace the gift of love and of another human being. 
Even our laws and religious dogmas often look beyond the essential meanings of love in favor of narrow tradition. These approaches make us isolated, distant, and they wrongly place us at the center of our very own universe. What all this fails to account for is that we are certainly not the center of this vast universe, and that we are, in fact, most free and most self-actualized when we give unconditionally, love deeply, and receive that in return. Of course, that can only happen if we have the courage to do so. Love is contained within us, but life can make so much more sense when we can look into the eyes of another human being and allow the love to emerge as a consequence. Famous mythologist Joseph Campbell taught us that love goes beyond mere procreation. To procreate is easy. To love unconditionally is not. If destiny has chosen for two people to meet, they will meet because there is a reason for it. Sometimes these reasons lead us to unhealthy, or as some call them karmic, relationships that are meant to teach us something, and often push us to embrace more authentic ones. If we don't, we keep repeating the cycle. For some of us, this type of relationship is the only type we know, so it is hard to break out of that pattern of self-destruction. But then there comes a day, often when we least expect it, when the arrow of Cupid hits and we meet someone who we feel we've known forever, someone who challenges us to grow, and thus makes us a better human and a more advanced spiritual being, and we feel, and fear, that maybe we have found that which we have actually been looking for all along. When describing a romantic relationship, I've always had this image of a double helix in mind. Two beings, a part of the whole, travel together. At times, one is behind the other, but ultimately they move along concurrently and intertwine in a dance of love, the dance which gives meaning to this life, the rhythm that empowers us to live out the very best angels of our nature, and the path which leads to flourishing. The mastery of love is science and art, faith and reason, passion and pragmatism, so definite answers, most of the time, aren't so definite. But one thing is certain. Each time we choose ego over love, we stop our spiritual growth. Each time fear wins over love, we become a little smaller and a little less enlightened. The truth is, there will always be fear and uncertainty. But then there will always be love, too. The question is never about either's validity. They are both valid. The question is, which road we travel regardless of the consequences. Will you choose the road less traveled by? I hope so. After all, in the words of Blaise Pascal, quote, The heart has its reasons which reason knows nothing of. We know the truth not only by the reason, but by the heart. End quote. May you let your heart win today and always. You just listened to the post titled, to Love or Not to Love, by Adi Redzik of AdiRedzik.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. And thanks so much to Adi today for providing one of our most elegant posts, I would say, on uh, what it means to truly love. You know, we talk about love here on the show 
through so many different fashions. Sometimes it's tips, sometimes it's studies, sometimes it's stories or uh, just general musings. And though it's great to understand love from many perspectives, sometimes being reminded of, I guess, the magic of it, like in today's post, uh, not, not only does the soul some good, but also I think stands to reset our perceptions of love into what love really is. And that's something that's unnameable and un- incalculable and very raw and full of passion. It takes the, the formal education out of it and lets us be in it, which is an approach to love that I love. So uh, thanks to Adi for that. This was some really great and very true work today, I would say. We're going to get going now, but as always, I thank you for being here and for sharing the show and subscribing. Of course, this all goes a long way for keeping the show going. Have a great rest of your day, everyone, and I'll see you again tomorrow. That's where your optimal life awaits.